Welcome to the Upper Class Podcast. This is episode 14 of the Upper Class Podcast. I am your host, Bryant, and uh, we are here for the 14th week in a row. Here we are in in uh, the Calvary Max studios. I'm joined here, hiding in the corner so he doesn't have to say anything, with Ryan, wears sunglasses inside Canfield, and he's running tech for us. He's going to be our producer of the show, so give him a, a warm welcome if you can. And then also, you just heard the voices of Lila and Katie, who are both joining us remotely from miles away. Um, Lila, go ahead and introduce yourself for those who may not know you. Hi, my name's Lila. Um, I was just a junior this year. Um, I've been going to Calvary Mac for about a year and a half, which I think has definitely impacted my faith. I'm really glad to be a part of Calvary. Awesome. I'm glad to hear it. Katie, uh, introduce yourself. And uh... Hi, guys. My name is Katie. Um, I, like Lila, I was a junior in high school, and I've also been going to Calvary for a year and a half. Wonderful. And Lila is joining us from Yamhill or Carlton. Technically, my address is Carlton. So way out in the boonies. And then Katie is down in uh, Texas? No. Too far. Oh. Too far. <laughs> Um, I'm in California, Morro oh, Bay. Okay, Morro Bay, California. Well, I hope that you're having fun down there. Technology is keeping us all together. That's right. Thankfully. Yep. Uh, that intro that you heard was made by our very own Ryan Canfield. So it's pretty great. I love it. Moving on now to some vision about the podcast. If you're wondering why a youth group has a podcast, that's because COVID-19 shut down all in-person ministry. So we thought that the best uh, course of action would be to continue to meet together over the airwaves. So we started a podcast. You're going to listen to this. You're going to talk about the questions at the end with someone. That way we can all stay connected, even if we're physically separated. I know we're starting to come back together a little bit, but there's still a lot of us who aren't quite ready to meet back together. So listen to this. Call someone up. Talk about those questions. If you don't, you're missing out big time. You can find this podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Guys, Yamhill County is still in phase two. How do you feel about that? Do you know what that even means? I have no clue what that means. Yeah, I'm not really sure either. I just know that it comes after one. Phase two means that uh, churches can start meeting with up to 250 people depending on space. That's a lot of people. Uh, in our sanctuary at Calvary Mac, we can only meet with 85 per service because of space and we have some more chairs downstairs and we set up the outside area but all that to say is we are officially in phase two even though kate brown said that counties will not be allowed to move up in phases because of the resurgence in covid19 cases the county still gets to stay in phase two it just means that we won't go in phase three which a lot of people were saying there was not a chance we'd go into phase three anyways I don't know. Phase two is pretty good. I'm, I'm good with phase two for a while. But anyway, 
youth group is going to start back up again on Sunday nights starting July 5th. It won't be the same, though, as regular upper class because we're going to be working on getting our Next Generation Center finished. That's our new youth room, getting that thing all complete. A lot of us have been working our butts off in there, and we want you to come help us work your butt off as well. And it's also fun because we we'll get to hang out, see each other, laugh, joke. Uh, I don't know. Make a cool youth group building. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So come on down starting July 5th on Sunday nights at 7. Help us. Also, if you're bored during the week and you want to come hang out at the church, go ahead and just DM the Insta. Uh, that's CalvaryMac underscore upper class. That way, you know, uh, we can get you down here to hang out and work on projects. You know, if you get bored, come and do it. Guys, COVID-19 sure did put a wrench in a lot of people's plans. Most of us have just been hanging out at home, doing hardly anything. How have you guys been doing, and what have you been up to? Down here in California, they have not moved up any phases. So we're still in just social distancing as much as you can, wearing masks at the store. So I've been hanging out with my grandma, um, helping her out with things around the house, and I've picked up some more hobbies, like playing the ukulele and... Just trying to keep myself entertained. Playing ukulele, huh? Mm-hmm. Are you going to join the youth band when you come back? Oh, definitely. <laughs> How Californian of you to start playing the ukulele. I know, right? <laughs> Lila, what have you been up to? Lately, I've been helping my dad clean up our hazelnut orchard. And this week, we've been working on cleaning up a row and just getting rid of a bunch of the main branches that are, like, old and, like, rotting, that type of thing. And... We've probably spent around 11 or 12 hours just cleaning out one row this week. But yeah, we've just been working on cleaning up our orchard and yeah, just projects and that kind of stuff. And on the weekends, I'm either reading my Bible or um, I also work on Saturdays. Hey, did I see you post a picture on Instagram of a spotted squirrel? Oh yeah, I posted a picture of um, the squirrels. My dad especially really hates the squirrels, but... I sometimes try to take pictures of them, and it's funny the faces they'll make when I'm coming down on the quad, <laughs> they'll just have this terrified look on their face and freeze in fear. Well, I'm glad to hear that you guys are keeping your head on your shoulders somehow, you know, playing the ukulele, taking pictures of squirrels, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's, <laughs> you know, it's the name of the game, but anyway, it's time for us that we got into some topics. Now, this might be shocking, not be shocking to you two, because neither of you are in McMinnville right now but there is a cougar that has been frequently spotted in McMinnville over the last uh, probably four or five months um, I've seen other people I know posting pictures of this cougar on Facebook they normally see it in the early morning hours on their home security cameras and they'll see this cougar walking around in their neighborhood and just last night Someone that I know posted a security footage of the cougar hanging out on their front porch at 4.30 in the morning. What do you guys think about that? That's so interesting. It just seems unlikely, that, especially somewhere like McMinnville, that you would find one. Like, I would expect it, like, out in the country maybe, but near McMinnville, that just seems weird. I want to know where he's living. Where is this cougar going? Like, <laughs> I, I have a theory, okay? Okay. Because I happen to be marking on my map every time a cougar is spotted. <laughs> and I, I think I've got it down. I've noticed the trend is that the cougar is always spotted close to Cozine Creek. Do you guys know what that is? No. 
That's that creek that goes through McMinnville, and there's like a big swath of woods that goes right through the town. Lower City Park is included. Oh, yeah. It's like this patch of woods that goes all the way through McMinnville, all the way past Linfield down to the Yamhill River. And I'm mm-hmm. that the cougar is always spotted next to that patch of woods. That's my theory is that he's living in there eating deer, um, coming out at night to look for pets to snack on. That's so sad. Hmm, I have okay. I have another theory. Oh. What if it's someone dressed up in a cougar costume and they're against all the people who are coming out during the coronavirus and they're dressed up in a realistic-looking cougar costume to scare everyone to their homes? That's my theory. That is a brilliant theory. I didn't even consider that about conspiracy <laughs> level of stuff that could be going on here. Cougar conspiracy 2020. <laughs> <laughs> How long has this uh, cougar been around or spotted? First I heard of it was four or five months ago, last winter, probably even early spring, winter, when someone saw it in the neighborhoods above Church on the Hill on the west side of town over there. And it was actually spotted a few times over there over the period of months. And then uh, it was spotted near Linfield in the woods at one point. At least I didn't. Uh, directly hear about that one. Someone else told me so. Could be. He's just been cruising around town. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then this most recent one was kind of close to Wallace Road back toward uh, uh, Michael Books. So that's kind of next to Dunaway, but more toward the golf course back there. But, you know, pretty crazy stuff, right? Yeah, it is. It's just bizarre. So hide your kids, hide your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Hide your pets pets and hopefully someday the i don't know who will tranquilize it and take it (laughs) so it doesn't eat anybody's dogs because that's what they do (laughs) all right so that's enough uh doomsday (laughs) story uh talk about something else is that we had our first week of church and that was pretty cool in-person church and uh, i know that neither of you two were able to make it there's still a lot of people who aren't ready to go to church and uh, are you know concerned and and so we want people to you know continue to stay home if they're not ready and and stay safe some of us are ready though and so we had a a live service we streamed it so people could join us online at their homes uh how was your guys's sunday experience or at least lila did you guys watch the service at home we did watch the service at home i could definitely feel a lot more of the energy into this service with more people being there and i think that it definitely made like the worship and just church in general have this bigger like um energy put into it because you know church opening that's pretty exciting for a lot of people especially those who were able to make it and i don't know i just noticed a lot more energy into the service that's great awesome yeah i i felt that too because i I was there. I was part of the band. Uh, we had our quarantine crew. That's the four people that were doing the band over the last couple months. We had uh, that band for the first live service. And uh, it was interesting because there were so many people with masks on that you couldn't really hear or see anybody singing. You know, that, that part made it kind of hard, especially first service. But second service, there was a lot more people, a lot more energy. And so... Uh, that that was really cool, you know, to be able to worship with people again. That's definitely what I'm looking forward to most with coming back to church and 
everything is just to be able to worship with people. And I was able to watch some of the live video also. And I definitely agree with you guys. The energy was so much higher than, you know, just having Brian in his house. So I'm excited to see where it goes. It was great. And so I look forward as things move on, as the summer continues, as people start getting healthier and healthier, that uh, we'll get to see more people. And, and I'm excited about that. Now it's time that we get into some uplifting news. I know Lila's got something for us about evil tattoos. Yeah, so I believe it said in Kentucky, and this came from goodnewsnetwork.org. It says that a lot of people might have um, tattoos that resemble hate groups or just hateful and negative messages. And the people at this tattoo parlor wanted to give people a chance to just get past that um, bad past and give people an opportunity to get rid of their tattoos. And it said in the first week for um, removal of tattoos for free of charge, they had 30 requests and a lot of people just wanted to get rid of and get past their bad past and all these things that may have been negative to them. And it said in the article that they were kind of inspired um, kind of by the movement that's going on right now, um, the Black Lives Matter movement, and they wanted to help end discrimination and support those who have had just a bad past and encourage people to leave that behind. That's super cool that, you know, it's one thing, like, I feel like the, the natural response is to look down on people like that, but you never know if they've had a heart change, if they want to be different, but tattoos are permanent, you know, and so this this person is giving people an opportunity to look forward and, and change their past, so to speak, and at least definitely change their future. And tattoos, not only are they permanent, but they're pretty expensive too. So a lot of people, I bet, wouldn't even be able to afford a cover-up, and so they're just having to walk around bearing hateful images and and things that they might not even agree with anymore. So I think that's really cool. I find that really symbolic also, like just kind of like wiping it off, like just changing the past and like and moving on and uh, like defining your own future and, and moving forward. I think that's super cool. Yeah, I found it really cool. And I was actually, I thought it was really cool. At the end of the article, they said that um, the owners or the people that were involved in that, they wanted to start something called the Random Acts of Tattoo Foundation to work with other artists and encourage people around the world um, to get a fresh start and move past their bad past and for those who want to get a fresh start. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, I love it. I hope that we'll continue to get to hear great news about things like that happening as we continue. I feel like, you know, the world's really receptive to this newest uh, wave of, of call for change. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. sure. Thanks, Lila. Uh, Katie, uh, you've also got something for us today, right? Yes, I do. I found a news article about a boy in Minneapolis. He's an 18-year-old, but he was recognized by the governor for taking 10 hours to clean up um, broken glass and garbage that was around the city from uh, different protests and riots. And he was recognized for his work in that he put into and he was offered a job at the city's buildings department for after he's done with college. That's really cool. Man, have you guys seen any of the, like in person, seen any of the carnage from uh, the riots? Yeah, there was a riot down uh, here where I live. And um, I was actually almost caught in the middle of it. 
Wow. But um, after all the protesters had walked past, I saw all the signs that were laying on the ground. I saw like trash ripped out from trash bins on the side of the, on the side of the road. So I was actually able to see it. And so was my sister and my grandma. It was really crazy, honestly. But um, it's definitely honorable for that boy to go out for 10 hours and pick up his city in Minneapolis. Like, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, to think of all the time it would take to clean up that mess, especially for, I mean, one person. Just think about how long it takes to pick up broken glass from when you drop a cup on the ground. (laughs) You know? Seriously. Yeah, and then multiply that by like a thousand. And (laughs) then you might kind of know what it's like. Yeah, that's pretty incredible to also know that there's still some positive things going on, especially when we have all these riots and just these negative things going on. It's good to know that there's still positivity during this time. That's a perfect transition into our next uh, segment. This would be the the message, the meat of the podcast today. I wanted to talk, uh, ask our co-hosts, what scripture does our world need to hear right now? You know, we're talking about the uh, civil unrest, the riots, the protests, the COVID, the cougars, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Den cougars. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I, I asked the co-host earlier, you know, what scripture do you think our world needs to hear right now? Because we know that scripture holds the answers to all of life's questions all of our doubts, and as Christians, you know, we need to bring God into this crazy world and, and uh, you know, this world that's looking for all their answers in the wrong places. So I wanted uh, to ask you guys, what scripture would you like to share with the world? And we'll start with Lila. Okay, so mine's a little bit long, but it's Psalm 27, verses 1 through 3, and it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. Um, And these verses um, have really spoke out to me, especially during this time because it reminds us that no matter how surrounded we might feel, that there's still hope in God and we can be confident in knowing that he will protect us no matter what we go through. That's, That's so good. Katie, do you have uh, anything to go off of that? Um, I just find that, I find that really good. I like longer scriptures like that, and I just think it holds a lot of truth and it speaks to what's going on for sure. Yeah, I mean, when I hear that, Though in, uh, in, I'm reading ESV, it says, Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. I, I mean, that's pretty dramatic language to think about, like, what it would be like for an army to physically be surrounding you, you know, to try to kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, yeah, there's a lot of people in the world who feel that way. Or maybe you feel that way when you're walking down the street and there's a riot surrounding you. seriously (laughs) so true all all too real in these times but but in all reality even you know on a spiritual level we may feel like we're being attacked and surrounded by our enemy and that uh everything every time something good happens in our life there's something bad that follows and 
we just have to trust that God is our stronghold. You know, mm-hmm. if we look back up at, at verse 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Who sh- who shall I fear? No one. Or whom shall I fear is the right grammar, I guess. <laughs> we won't fear anyone because the Lord will get us through. Doesn't matter who's attacking us. Doesn't matter the evil one will try to attack us. Will try to bring us down. Will try to bring doubt and fear and hate into us. But God, God will protect us from those things. And so that's great, Lila. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That uh, that's some good words to share with the world. Mm-hmm. What did you bring for us? I also picked uh, scripture from Psalms. I got mine from Psalms 91, 1 through 2. It says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God, whom I trust. And I love that because you really just, you have to put your full trust in God because um, he'll fight for us in the end. He'll fight our battles for us. And um, I just find that to be so true. And um, really important to just keep in mind when, you know, sharing your beliefs or sharing your thoughts with other people, especially now. Um, So I find that scripture to be good to know. Yeah, completely. Lila, do you have any response to that? So I think overall, it's just important to remember how much God is with us. And um, I think especially during this time, it can be hard to focus with um, just everything that's going on. And I can't remember exactly what it said in the scripture, but it's important to put our trust in God and know that um, we can just find hope in him. And we can also, I think it talked about shelter. We can find this shelter in God and he's the one that we can go to whenever we have struggles and whenever we're afraid he's the one that we can turn to because he's above everything that's going on no matter how difficult it might seem he's above Mm -hmm. every situation that's going on amen yeah I think that both of your guys' scriptures had that same theme of you know don't trust on anything except God he's the only thing that'll get us through this and that's we talked about that a few weeks ago on the on the podcast we're just saying like you know everyone wants justice everyone wants peace but you're not going to get that unless it's through God that's exactly things and and yeah that scripture really speaks to that is our comfort is in him and so if you're a believer and you're listening to this and you're feeling anxious you're feeling tired you're feeling scared just give it all to him just really mm-hmm. what's what's that thing people used to say in like 2013 keep calm and trust god <laughs> there we go there we go yeah <laughs> just keep calm and trust god and uh you know you have to really do it through prayer and then also for the non-believer listening to this just remember that you're not going to find what you're looking for except through God he's the only way to peace he's the only thing that can protect you from the evils of this earth from the craziness that's going on and and so if you're feeling anxious trust in him um also for the non-believer listening to this i think a lot of people right now are searching for justice and like bryant said justice will be found. God is merciful, but he also gives justice to people who 
deserve it, which we all deserve. We all deserve it in the Mm -hmm. end. But um, like I said, he's merciful and he, he'll take those burdens from you and just know that everything going on, God, God has complete control of it and he has it in his hands. For sure. I think it's important for really anyone to remember how much God's in control. And I've even like, I think when I post a lot of scripture, like on social media, I mean, there's always somebody that it's touched, which I really appreciate knowing that that's helping somebody. And I've had people reach out even, um, and just asking if I could even pray for them. And I think, um, any way that we can share that message that there's hope during this time is important. And it's important for anyone, even if they're a believer or not a believer to remember that, God is with us throughout whatever we're going through. That's awesome. Yeah, and I also just want to throw out last encouragement. Anyone who's feeling anxious or scared or even mad about the situation that our world is in right now, read the Psalms because David wrestled with that constantly. Uh, he, He wrestled with that through the Psalms, talked about it. He talks about not being able to sleep, waking up in the middle of the night, tossing and turning. And his response to that was to turn to God in prayer and to just worship him and pray to him. And so if you find yourself having trouble sleeping because of anxiety for any reason, just turn to God in those moments. Don't let your anxiety consume you um, as much as you can. As much as you can. Do your best to turn to God in prayer instead of uh, soaking in your own your your situations that are causing the anxiety, you know? Um, that's what David did when he talks about that in the Psalms. So my last encouragement is if you're dealing with fear and anxiety, read the Psalms. Well, I think that'll do it. Thank you, girls, for bringing those verses. Uh, it's time now that we get into our questions for this week. You can find these on the Upper Class Instagram, and here they are. How do you deal with anxiety and anger and distress? How do you include God in your stressful situations? Is meeting in person a source of anxiety for you? Why do we trust God with our struggles? Just to remind everyone, these questions are on the Instagram and also in the description of the podcast on the Spotify, Apple Podcast, all those good things. Just one more uh, thing to remind you of, if you want to join our Remind then go ahead and text at MacUpper, one word, M-A-C-U-P-P-E-R, to 81010. That way you can uh, stay up to date on the text reminders about different things happening with the ministry. But it is now time for our final thoughts. Lila, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I would just like to say that um, no matter like what you could be going through or no matter what... Um, really anyone could be going through. It's important to remember that God is by our side and that he's the one that we can always look to when we have struggles. We don't really have to feel like we're alone, um, even though we can feel alone, because we know that God is with us and he's the one that we can go to whenever we have struggles. Great. Katie, final thoughts? Yeah, I'd just like to say... um... That if church or any place um, in public is a source of anxiety or or stressful for you, to just reach out to people. I can't stress that enough. Reach out to people, talk with people, because there's always people there for you, and um, 
that will encourage you, mostly encourage you to keep your walk with Christ alive and strong and healthy. My final thought is that even though church is opening up and we're starting to gather together again and worship together, home is still your first church. That's how it was before COVID. That's how it will always be after COVID. We just all got to be reminded of that. Your relationship with God starts at home. And so it's important for you to always remember to stay connected with him and uh, worship him with your life and live a life inspired by the gospel. Ryan, final thought? I'm not ready for fame. Perfect. All right. That'll do it. So, yep. Episode 14 of the Upper Class Podcast. Glad you joined us this week. And we will... Goodbye. Bye. 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 That's it. There we go. Nice. Recording. Recuerdo? Is that how you say recording in Spanish? I think that's how you say remember or something. Well, anyway, we're recording. Lila, could you say welcome to the Upper Class Podcast? Welcome to the Upper Class Podcast. Alright, that'll be our intro. And then the music will start. You know, the piano lo-fi stuff. Can you guys do your best? That, I need to get into the headspace. Can you guys go ahead and start making those noises? Okay, great. Thank you. I'm not ready for fame.